It's Monday, July 10th, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 27th edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. Join me on this informative journey as we uncover the latest developments and provide you with a snapshot of the events happening around Zambia and beyond. Without prolonging the anticipation, let's begin our exploration. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has five entries today. The first entry is entitled Back in Semi-Final Contention. Zambia's Hollywood-based Council of Southern Africa Football Associations, HOSIFA, Senior Challenge Cup title defense ambitions were boosted yesterday after goals from Frederick Mulambia and Albert Kamwanda secured a 2-1 victory over Comoros Island at Kings Philippini Stadium in Durban, South Africa. Entry number two is entitled No Sacred Cow, HH. President Hakeind Hichilema has dismissed Luapula Province Minister Dereki Chilandika as part of his administration's commitment to fight corruption, past, present and future. He stressed the sincerity of his administration's fight against corruption to promote prudent management of public resources for the benefit of all Zambians. The third entry is entitled Banker in Court over K4 Million. Four people have been taken to court for allegedly stealing over K4 million from Oriental Industries Limited's bank account and possessing over K1.6 million in suspected proceeds of crime. Entry number four is entitled Indeed Graft Fight Non-Selective. President Hichilema has made it clear that his fight against corruption is not selective and that no one is above the law. He has demonstrated this by firing a sitting minister and allowing police to prosecute those accused of corruption, sending a strong message that corruption will not be tolerated. The fifth entry is entitled Chinese Firm to Set Up Housing Factory. China Jiangshu International has expressed interest in setting up a factory in Zambia to manufacture materials for building high-rise prefabricated apartments and low-cost houses, which will help reduce the current housing deficit of 1.5 million housing units. The company has also committed to maintaining the quality exhibited on various projects undertaken in Zambia so far. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has seven entries today. The first entry is entitled Our Goats Would Have Been Wiped Out If We Proceeded With Saudi Deal, Shikot. Makozo Shikot, Minister of Fisheries and Livestock, has warned that Zambia's goat population would have been wiped out within a year if the country had gone ahead with the proposed export deal to Saudi Arabia. He noted that production levels for goats in the country were not sufficient to sustain the export. Entry number two is entitled Achieving Sustainable Mining in Zambia, the Role of Technology, Innovation, and Government Regulation. Zambia has the potential to lead the way in sustainable mining practices through the use of technology, innovation, and effective government regulation. By embracing advanced technologies, encouraging innovation, and enforcing stringent regulations, Zambia can ensure that mining activities do not compromise the environment and natural resources. Entry number three is entitled Timber Association Urges Government to Lift Mukula Ban. As President Charles Massange has appealed to the Zambian government to lift the ban on the harvesting and exportation of Mukula, 
while Green Economy and Environment Minister Colin Zenzova has stated that the ban will only be lifted once a proper mechanism is in place. Massange has argued that the continued ban has resulted in the government losing revenue. Entry number four is entitled Lubinda sues his tenant over rentals. Pierre Vice President Given Lubinda has taken legal action against a tenant renting his property in Northgate Gardens, Lusaka, seeking to recover K236, 500 in rent and service charges, as well as security fees and interest. Entry number five is entitled Moali laments lack of financial support ahead of his chess World Cup appearance. In Chitambo Mwali is preparing for the 2023 Chess World Cup in Azerbaijan, but lack of financial support has been a hurdle. He has been working within his means to prepare, recently winning the 2023 Zambia Close Tournament. Entry number six is entitled Anzalaru congratulates HH on debt restructuring. Anzalaru has congratulated President Hichilama on the successful debt restructuring deal, which is a significant milestone in Zambia's journey towards economic recovery and growth. Entry number seven is entitled Zambia Edges Comoros. The Chipolo Polo yesterday defeated Comoros 2-1 in the Hollywood Bets Kosafa Championships in Durban, South Africa, reviving their chances of progressing to the next round. Coach Moses Sikani praised his team's fight and noted the need for better communication in defense. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has three entries today. The first entry is entitled Kennedy Mwin retires from active playing football. Kennedy Mwin, a Chipolo Polo legend and 2012 Africa Cup of Nations winner, has announced his retirement from playing football after two decades of success, and will now focus on coaching. He leaves the stage with an impressive list of titles, including eight PSL league titles, three Nedbank Cups, two Telcom Knockout and one Mountain 8 title. The second entry is entitled 72-year-old man commits suicide after murdering his wife in cold blood of their child's paternity. In Lufwanyama, a woman was shot by her ex-lover after she informed him that he was not the father of their three-year-old child. The suspect then took his own life, leaving a written message on the wall of his house explaining why he had killed the woman. Entry number three is entitled Banker in Court in Connection with 175,000 US Dollars, K1.2 million theft from bank account. Four suspects have been taken to court for allegedly stealing 175,000 US Dollars and K1, 289,597.50 from a client's current account, as well as forging documents and money laundering. To wrap up today's edition, Let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a staggering 14 entries today. Let's explore the stories. The first entry is entitled Malanashi University Develops Juice-Making Machine. Malanashi University in Kabwe has developed a machine to process juice from honey in response to government calls for value addition. The university is also engaging the Zambia Bureau of standard and other stakeholders to discourage the population from excessive consumption of carbonated drinks. The second entry is entitled Teachers Welcomed Me Release of School Brunts and was posted in the education category. 
ZNAT General Secretary Isaac Ngoma has praised the timely disbursement of grants to schools in the first half of 2023, which has helped address some of the challenges that came with free education. He is hopeful that the education sector will receive an increased allocation of 20% in the 2024 national budget, which will facilitate a smoother delivery of operations. The third entry is entitled Kawa Urges Private Sector to Grow More Food and was posted in the Agriculture category. Secretary to the Cabinet Patrick Kawa has urged the private sector to take advantage of the debt restructuring deal to transform Zambia's food systems, and the UN is committed to supporting Zambia in this transformation. The Ministry of Health is also working to reduce malnutrition and stunting and the Food and Agriculture Organization is advocating for more policies and strategies to secure adequate nutritious food for all. Entry number four is entitled Liafu Assures Farmers of Early Fist Distribution and was posted in the Agriculture category. Northwestern Province Minister Robert Liafu has assured farmers that the government is committed to delivering inputs early for the 2023-2024 farming season. Majorie Dorchi Chairperson of the Northwestern Provincial Agricultural, Industrial and Commercial Show Society, has also appealed to the government to help them acquire title deed for the new showground. The fifth entry is entitled China Kindergarten Stabbing, Six Dead in Lianjiang and was posted in the global category. Six people, including three children, have been killed in a stabbing attack at a kindergarten in China's Guangdong province. Police have arrested a 25-year-old man, and are investigating the motive behind the attack, which has sparked outrage and shock across Chinese social media. The sixth entry is entitled Migrant Boat from Senegal Carrying 200 People Missing Off Canary Islands. Rescuers in Spain are searching for a boat carrying at least 200 African migrants who went missing more than a week ago, with two other boats carrying dozens more people also reported missing. Last year, 559 people died attempting to reach the Spanish Canary Islands, according to the UN. Entry number seven is entitled Moliteta warns youths harassing citizens and was posted in the politics category. The UPND leadership in Lusaka province has warned against youths masquerading as party members and harassing innocent citizens. Mr. Mwaliteta said the party is aware of the maneuvers by certain individuals from the opposition who are using their youths to commit unlawful activities. The eighth entry is entitled Prohibited Immigrant Swell Inmates Numbers and was posted in the news category. The Zambia Correctional Service has reported that all prison facilities in Eastern Province are congested due to an increase in the number of prohibited immigrants. The service is taking precautionary measures to avoid the spread of COVID-19 and is food secure as they grow their own crops. Entry number nine is entitled PDU Not in Competition with Ministries Kangwa and was posted in the news category. Secretary to Cabinet Patrick Kangwa has emphasized that the Presidential Delivery Unit is not in competition with ministries, but rather is established to support them in bringing development closer to the people. Ministers from various sectors have also expressed their commitment to the PDU's mission of creating a to-do list in priority areas of development, such as industrialization, transport, and livestock, as well as providing access to essential services like maternity, solar-generated electricity, and running water. 
Entry number 10 is entitled Mwata Kazembe Calls for Prudent Use of CDF and was posted in the local category. Mwata Kazembe has urged beneficiaries of the Constituency Development Fund, CDF, grants and loans in Mwansabambui District to use the money wisely and pay back loans so that other applicants can benefit. He also requested the local authority to use the community projects component of the CDF to engage in viable projects that will change the face of the district. The 11th entry is entitled WHO Calls for Action on Microbial Resistance and was posted in the health category. The World Health Organization is calling on member states to urgently come up with innovative ways to curb antimicrobial resistance, which is the 10th greatest public health threat facing humanity. Representatives from Senegal's Ministry of Health and Veterinary Services have urged partners to help fund the implementation of national action plans to combat this global health and sustainable development issue. Entry number 12 is entitled Muin Retires and was posted in the sports category. Kennedy Muin, the 2012 Afghan winning goalkeeper, has announced his retirement after a 19-year career that saw him win continental titles for both club and country. Muin made 122 appearances for the Chipolo Polo and started his playing career in 2003 at Lusaka Celtic. Entry number 13 is entitled Mwali Targets Grandmaster Norm and was posted in the sports category. Chetambo Mwali, Zambia's national chess champion, is determined to become the country's second grandmaster after Amon Simuto. He is Zambia's sole representative at the 2023 Chess World Cup and is striving to earn the grandmaster title, but his preparations have been hindered by a lack of resources. Entry number 14 is entitled Moip Welcomes Copper Queens's World Cup participation and was posted in the sports category. The Copper Queens coach Bruce Moip believes that participating in the World Cup will help the team prepare for the 2024 Women's Africa Cup qualifiers. He believes that playing highly ranked teams at the World Cup will improve the team's performance when they start their Africa Cup qualifiers. That brings us to the end of this remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Until next time, this is Ayanda, your host, signing off. Take care and see you later.